Welcome to the first uh, episode or installment or entry uh, in the interview dump truck since uh, GDC and PAX East 2013 have come and gone. Uh, I really appreciated the huge amount of enthusiasm uh, that I've gotten from people uh, regarding the interview dump truck. It seems like people have really enjoyed these sort of raw, uninterrupted conversations with developers, uh, largely not about their games or talking points, or at least the usual talking points. Um, and while there will continue to be interviews in that vein, whether we're going to events um, or stories that come up that maybe don't make sense for a written format or there's not enough time uh, for me to write about it, and, and maybe when the other guys join in and, and do their own uh, takes on this, uh, it's definitely not just my thing. Uh, I'm definitely still going to be going back and mining the interviews I've done over the past year or so for features on Giant Bomb. And one of the ones that I wanted to revisit was an interview that I had with Papa EO designer, creator, uh, Vander Caballero, uh, who is a founder of Minority Media, who designed that game. I talked to Vander not too long after uh, my father passed away last summer. And if you've played Papa EO, you might understand why a game like that would have a profound impact on you, uh, regardless of whether you had uh, a bad relationship with your father, which I did not. Uh, ultimately, Papa EO is a story about letting go uh, and the emotions that go along with that. Uh, so I was really interested in talking with Vander after I finished the game, uh, and so last September we had a chance to do that. The audio quality of the interviews from PAX East and GDC were a lot better because they were in person and I was able to stick my iPhone's microphone right up to their face. Uh, but with this one, it's kind of a return to the sort of weird quality of Skype conversations. And in particular, this one uh, doesn't sound as great as I would like because of the environment that Vander was in when he was speaking to me. Uh, nonetheless, I think it is completely listenable, but I just wanted to make sure people were aware of the context of the audio quality before jumping in. Uh, but this is certainly one of my favorite interviews. Uh, there's a certain moment about, I think, halfway through where it'll become apparent uh, why this interview was special to me and why talking to Vander about it uh, was important to me. Uh, so I hope uh, I hope the rest of you enjoy it uh, and keep on trucking. Beep, beep. How's everything going on your end? Good, good. Let me set up. Let me let me know. If this room have a lot of echo. Does it have a lot of echo, or is it right? No, no, no. We're we're totally fine. Perfect. <clears throat> so I'm here. So so, how are how are you feeling? A couple weeks out from from the game being out, and people actually oh, get a chance. <laughs> it's been a it's been a roller coaster. Highs and lows. <laughs> which which but, would it would have been the highs and lows? <clears throat> because uh, when we came out with the game, so we were like, uh, <clears throat> so we started with a. So we get started getting a lot of, of attention from people on the game and on the topic, and then we worked really hard on it. And all the team was really, really into it. And then we have a we have a small budget. We have a one point five million dollar budget. We're thirteen guys, and then uh, and we put all that we could, and then suddenly, and suddenly uh, we got the IGN review, and we got such we got we felt so sad because it is we had the patch. But we put the release day of the patch, the day the game, the day the, 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 the game released. Mm -hmm. So suddenly it was so frustrating for us to see that they didn't got the patch oh. and that many other reviewers didn't got the patch. And it was our mistake. We didn't knew. 
was just we just forgot to put to, to put release patch right away. So that was that, that was a bit of a of, of a downer for for, for 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 us because we put we put so much attention in the game and and the, and, and the way that we did it is we, we, we just we just had a limited budget so we decided okay we're gonna spend it here 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 here. So that that was bad. But then at the then we got the, we, we we got that. And then that the focus was on the on, on, on the box of the game and on, on the actual experience of the game. But then on the other side we started getting great reviews, for example, like the one from Kotaku where we're gamer and then we were like, wow, they got it. It's amazing. And then we started getting all this email press from every from from, from gamers, from fans who was actually writing us like, thank you for making the game. I really I like it. And telling them the stories and turn their life and how the game is helping them and we were like, wow, I never worked in a game that did that to people. <laughs> so we're we're in those highs and lows. So it's it's been interesting because uh, I've been I've been following the the Twitter account for We're Minority and it seems like a lot of the ones that you guys are uh, retweeting are the ones where you know the story had a very uh, sort of emotional resonance with the player. So what what has it been like to watch? You know, you had this, you know, this life experience that you turned into a game and now you have other people responding to it by playing the game. What's it been like to see how people react to it? Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> there are big guys because it, it is, um, so the main goal I have for the game was like, I have this memory and <clears throat> I mentioned it a couple of times about that. Like, I remember playing Mario, like I was saying, like my father being an asshole and being this really difficult situation and I played Mario really, really hard and I got a, a passion for the power and the, uh, I, got, I got excited, happy about being there in that world and being able to defeat Bouncer, but then when the game ended, I was back in reality and I couldn't do, I couldn't do nothing. So that one, remember that games give me this boost, but also the same time give me this depression after because I couldn't do nothing. So the only thing I could do is go back to the virtual world. And when I did Papo, I didn't want to do a game like that. I did want to do a game that actually helped people. And, and when when people write us emails, for example, there was this guy who is a single father, and he wrote to us and told the story that sometimes he gets really stressed and he's screaming to his kid. And when he played Papo, he realized how his kid felt for the first time when he screamed to him. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> it, was, it was really emotional for me to see that the, actually the game that we created was having results. And we were having actual results on people. And then people were playing and feeling, well, feeling what I wanted them to feel. And, 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 and a lot of other people are writing us about after the stories that, that one of the most most one of the most difficult things is that when when you suffer when you go, when you have some type of abuse it is uh, either mentally physically or whatever it is that uh, uh, you think you're alone and suddenly when people play the game they know they're not alone <coughs> and and. and and something that, that and it's something really great to see how people, for example, when uh, when, when when the article that Deborah what was what the name of her? She wrote an article that she make an analysis of the psychology and okay, I I, I have, you know what article I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, over the Penny Arcade yeah, Report. Yeah, yeah, and then I realized 
a lot of things that we put in the game that were actually came from psychology that I didn't knew that it put them unconsciously, but they were there. And one of them was to overcome abuse first. You don't have to feel alone. Like the, the person being doesn't have to feel alone. Doesn't have to feel that it's their fault. And they have to feel some kind of way that they can get out of it. And Papa told those three things. So suddenly when people say, oh, thank you, I don't feel alone anymore with the experience that, that I had as a child. Uh, it's helping to heal. And then... And, and, it's beautiful, and then, then some other people who are who, who 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 are actually relating to the to to, to the last uh, scene in the game, and relating to the death of someone love, someone love that they have to go, and and it is I don't know it's, it's overwhelming. It's, it's really 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 cool. I think I cannot go back to do in another commercial game in my life. <laughs> Well, I think I think it's what's interesting about the end is that uh, that that moment specifically when when the character is saying you know goodbye to their to their father, um, that you know that's sort of a, an emotional resonance that even if you didn't you know have anything related to abuse or or a family member that um, uh, was an alcoholic that you know that moment of having to, to let someone go you know my, my father passed away two months ago of a sudden heart attack <clears throat> and you know that's you know even though I, you know, it wasn't an abusive relationship where he didn't abuse any substances. You know, that moment where you have to say goodbye to someone is a pretty universal truth. And so I think what's interesting about the game is how it can resonate, even if, you know, where the place it came from for, for you, uh, for your life experience, <coughs> yes. that, that last moment is sort of a universal truth that we all kind of go through at one point or another. <laughs> I'm sorry, Father, how do you feel? How do you feel when you play the, the, the sequence? It's 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 incredibly powerful because you know there's uh, there's there's always that moment when you do have to say goodbye and there is you know no you know at my father's funeral a couple of months back you know you know he you got to see his body one last time but then at some point you have to walk out the door and mm -hmm. kind of have to say goodbye and that's that's sort of where I came from at uh, playing the game was from that moment was you know you could sit here all night and cry next to his body but at some point you got to walk out the door and move on with your life. And it sort of seemed like the message of the game in, in, in a little bit of a way. <coughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, uh, like, I'm happy I help, I help a bit. It's, it's really hard to let, to, to, to let someone you love go. Yeah, there was the... Um, the, the, the one of the uh, guys I was talking started talking to that I mentioned to you in the email, <clears throat> a guy named Chris Ponte, um, he actually, uh, surprisingly, didn't know anything about uh, the game uh prior to playing it. At least he didn't know the story behind it. He was just yeah. a fan of uh, the Team Eco games. So he liked Eco, Shadow of the Colossus, you know, games that you know, seemed like they were trying to do something a little more than just have you know, really strong combat or platform mechanics. So he, he bought the game just thinking it was going to be something uh, like that, because he was tired of waiting for The Last Guardian to come out. Um, yeah. And then he got to the end and started, or got, he started playing through the game and started realizing you know, where this this story was coming from, and he had uh, an alcoholic father, uh, and he actually gave him, gave up alcohol himself uh, not too long ago uh, as a result of that. And you know, he, he the way he described the game to me sounded incredibly powerful because rather than I think a lot of people that knew where you were coming from when they started playing the game, um, he actually had no idea until the story actually unfolded, <laughs> and, and he came to realize what this was all about.
Well, can I get it now? Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be, ha- I'd be happy to pass it along to you. I'm, I'll, uh, I'll actually, I'll, I'll read. Introduce, uh, introduce. If you can introduce the girl, we are making. Yeah, absolutely. Let me, let me, re- let me read a passage from from our exchange. He, uh, so he said in one of the initial emails, uh, "My father died of cirrhosis of the liver due to alcoholism in 2004. I was 2000. I was 24 at the time. I should mention that Papa Iyo can sometimes center on abuse. My father was not physically abusive with me." Part of the game that truly struck a nerve with me was in the end when you learn that there is no shaman, there is no cure for the monster, that you just have to let him go. When your character throws the monster over the ledge, it broke my heart. There was nothing harder in the world than letting go of someone you love. <laughs> now I'm crying. What is it, you know, how is that for you to feel that <clears throat> someone else can have that exact same emotional experience despite the fact that you've never met and, and your only connection is through something you created and something they played. And I, I cannot put words into it as an artist that you turn something that is so precious to you and other people get it. It is, I don't know, it, it, it gives sense to all the suffering that I had all this life. So. <laughs> Was, did you ever have a fear that people were going to misinterpret it? Did you ever have a fear that, that your message wasn't going to come across the way you wanted it to? No, not really, man. It, it, it is, I mean, yeah, I got to a point in my life that I said, this is who I am, and you don't like it. But I'm sorry. It is, it is, uh, and if people, they don't get it, they don't get it, but I, I, I will not stop living my life and sharing the beautiful thing that I lead and that I learned because... I'm afraid that someone might not get it. Do you do you think that people did get it? I think a lot. I think a lot of them did. I think some of them they still don't get it. But time will tell. And I think that that that, that uh, everything every time they do something uh, something <clears throat> new that is changing, people they know how to react. People know this is good. This is bad. So the other day I was I was I was I was um, when he, he just even I was with my kid and we were watching Bohemian Rhapsody for for the Muppets mm-hmm. and then I went to look at the reading and say I want I was I was saying oh I want to know how the the I went to Wikipedia and and it was telling that when the song came out it was there was really criticized that people didn't got it they said how can you mix opera with rock this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, yeah, and, and I think the same thing happened with Ico at the beginning with Ico Ico came out people it was a really cold game many people didn't many people didn't like it mm-hmm. and it took them a lot of years for people to realize oh now I get what the game is doing and and, and, and I think it is it is uh, it is hard as, 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 an, as an artist when you see that happen but when you see the when you get response like the when you get response like the like the one you just wrote to me and say this is right this is the right thing to do I did the right thing no matter what so suddenly I think that um, if if more games like Papa coming now that actually put aside the competitiveness and the the talk okay reward of being satisfied right now and, and they're more challenging emotionally and help you to grow <coughs> I think. I, I think it's unavoidable. Books do it. 
Movies do it. Music do it. Why not video games? Do you think there's anyone else out there that you could point to? Like if, if someone played Papa Yo and says, I want, you know, I want something more like this. Is there anything else that, that you've played in video games or any, any games that are coming up that you feel like are trying to aspire for the same thing? Or do you feel like you're kind of on your own here? I think that uh, many people done a little bit of this here, a bit there. But I feel a bit, a bit on my own because it is... Uh, many games do it and, and, and I think that I, I work in big games, so sorry I know that. I, I could see that when someone's passionate about it, something, they want to make it happen in the game and you're going to find this little gem in the game. And uh, people put those gems all around in the, the, the game, that's the reason we play them and we like them. But what happens is that when you're, when, when you're, these gems get cluttered by the noise of, 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 of all the things that, of all the other things, that only, I wish the, the other creator come out and said, uh, this is a game about uh, something that I learned in life that I want to share. And, 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 and uh, I think it will be more, I hope. <laughs> have, have, you, have you personally heard from any other creators? Like, have you heard from anybody that has reached out to, to say, hey, you know, what you accomplished here is something that, you know, I'd like to do on a much larger scale with a much larger game? Or, or are you still kind of like, have you, have you, never, have you not heard from <coughs> It is too early. I, I, like I have a bunch of friends. It, it, it is that I have a few uh, few friends who who who, who, who are designers who to me and say, "Wow, this is amazing! I, I would love to do something like this." And and, and then the, the problem for now it, it, it is that uh, it is really challenging to do. It requires a lot. It requires so much. It requires so many things to be at the right place at the right time to happen. That there isn't their server. Even people desire me, but I'm sure there's someone more talented than me. We also have a great story to tell somewhere out there. But to have all the elements come together to actually be able to create that, it is really difficult to happen. Because it is you have to take into account, okay, first you have to have the desire to risk it all. Because you're doing something that no one else has done. And then you say, I'm going to risk it all, I'm going to do something crazy, so first you have to have money in the bank. So that means that you have to save money or have to have money somewhere to support yourself. Then you have a family, it's even more difficult. Then uh, the platform <coughs> and the monetization of the platform, you want to go console, it's console making money, set some PSN and VLA are going down. So where should you put your game on Steam? That's not the question where you're going to get your money. Then where you're going to get your money? You're going to be willing to be crazy enough to put your money uh, <laughs> in an emotional, experiential game that only a few ones have done. And they're not considered the most commercial successes. Like Kakov, it was not a commercial success. Maybe now with the, with the relaunch, I mean, but it was not a commercial success at the beginning. So then investors are really afraid of that. So then, and then you have to find other type of funds and then the POF fund was great. Then the POF fund and then, then we have the Canadian government. So the Canadian government opened a, a new media fund. So they're doing a, 
there's some tension in games like the subvention independent movies. So that that one is the one that made the popcorn job happen. So we were the rich in between the financing from the government, the finance from the pop fund. And then you also have to have a really experienced team who's willing to jump, who's crazy enough who's willing to jump with you in that experience. <laughs> and then you need the right partners to help you make the company because it's not easy to, you cannot go 13 guys without a structure, so you need to manage the company. <laughs> so, so basically it's, it's impossible is what you're saying. Sorry? So, so basically it's really, really, really hard. Yes, it's really hard. There's a lot of things that have to happen before you can actually do it. All right. Well, Vander, I really appreciate you taking a couple minutes to, to chat with me. And I make, I'll make sure after uh, I close this call that uh, I'll connect you with uh, the guy uh, I was reading some passages from so that, so that you guys can chat. Right. Thank you very much, Patrick. And thanks for supporting us. And it, it, it is, uh, we need all the support because, we, like, I want to the I want in the, I want to download a game like Papoyo that someone has created that I can play. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, All right. Hopefully, hopefully both of us can work towards that goal. Perfect. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you, Vander. Okay, man. Bye. Bye.